That noise in the background is just Theo snoring. <laughs> this is a tag at the top because I think we forgot to mention this till the end. And yeah. Some people don't make it to the end, so we yes. got to do it at the top. Yeah. And that is that we finally, finally got the people at iTunes to reduce bonus episode number four's price down to one ninety nine, which was our goal all along. Yeah, just know that we don't deliberately price it that way. That's a default setting in iTunes, and they lagged fixing it. So yeah. it's fixed. Download it. You're going to love it. Please it's give it a shot. A top episode, and it's so much fun, and you're going to love it. Live from Pasadena, the full charge sits with us. He's on the show, on the bonus show, live audience. It was just the most fun. The audio is fantastic, and uh, we just really appreciate it if yeah. you would consider downloading it. You'll find it under Albums. So you look under, if you search like my name or Christina's name and albums, it's bonus episode number four live from Pasadena. Thank you, little mommies. God damn, you're lazy. Fat white man. Nice teddy lady. Fat white man. God damn, you're lazy. Fat white man. Nice teddy lady. Fat white man. God damn, you're lazy. High flu, high high flu, god damn y'all lazy. High flu, so high flu, god damn y'all lazy. Fat white man, nice titty lady. Fat white man, so high flu, high flu, high flu, high flu, so high flu, high flu, high flu, high flu, you god damn y'all lazy. Fat white man, fat white man, fat white man, fat white man, nice 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 titty lady. Well, wow. Yeah, that's the, um, let's see, who sent us that? I'll give you your shout out, sir, if I can make this work. Um, the song is called Theo Jam. <laughs> it really is. That, of course, is uh, the real name of the song because our son, Theo, starred in it. Um, sent to us by Christopher. 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 Who killed the dog, Christopher. I'm sorry. It was produced by Obi-Wan Cannoli. That's who made that. Obi-Wan wow, Cannoli. That's good. Cannoli, huh? Yeah. Yep. Thank you for the song, sir. As always, you can send your songs, um, instrumentals, whatever you have, to our email address, which always stays the same. It is your mom's podcast at gmail.com. Your mom's podcast at gmail.com. That was good. Mm hmm. So, what do you got coming up? Well, Double Dog Jeans, very exciting. Uh, Anchorage, Alaska. January that is 17th and 18th at Platinum Jacks. I'm kind of, you know, we'll see. I'm scared. Yeah. Cold. And then after that, I'm going to be with my jeans. Uh, 23rd of January, we're going to Flappers and we're doing your mom's house and friends. Stand up show. Stand up comedy. It's going to be with Ian Bag and Ryan Sickler. And, of course, 
Matt Bronger. Brongy Pants. And you and me doing stand-up sets, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. You guys should come out if you can. Super um, fun. Two days later, we'll be at the Ice House, just as last time, doing the podcast live. And we have some really exciting news to go with that live podcast. Why don't you tell them? Well, mamas, guess what? We're going to be streaming the, the podcast live on Laughster. And what's the cost? Nothing! That's oh, right. shit. Hootie hoo. That's right. We, uh, we got the people at Laughster to stream the show for yeah. free 99 for everybody all over the world. You guys will not have to pay a penny. That's really nice. Which is so freaking cool. Uh, so watch it there. And if you want to, you guys can... Uh, Tip us, I think is what they call that. If you want to give, yeah, bucks, it's you up can. to you. And there's also special incentives. Um, yeah, this is kind of, uh, you know, just um, a way for you to interact with us because not only can you donate and um, you can buy one of these special incentive things, which we, we could tell them what they are, but you can yeah. also like we're going to do a segment in the live podcast where the laughter people will be communicating to us what you guys are putting on the board. Right. So we can talk with you directly. directly. Uh, But if you do want to bid or there's stuff like you can bid for shout outs on the show. You can bid for a poster and uh, my new upcoming CD for free. Yeah. You'll get a pre uh, that 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 bid gets you the before gets you the pre-release. Yes. Of my upcoming CD. What comes out of the tip. Yeah. And a signed poster and then for another prize, I guess you would call it, is us calling you from the show like yep. we did this last gentleman from Florida. Remember, that was fun. Yes. And the coolest one of all is... There's only one of those. There's only one yeah. of these, and it's so funny and ridiculous that we thought, do you have a prank call you want to make? Do you want to break up with somebody? Do you want to propose to somebody? Do you want to pretend you're breaking up with somebody <laughs> and then not do it? Do you want to just prank a friend? Well, guess what? Your mommies will do it. We'll do it for you. Yeah. That's, so, uh, there's only one of those. You have to bid on it. Yeah. It's a ridiculous thing we just thought would be fun to do. So I'm excited that you guys can watch it for free. Yeah. And, and let's see. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. And you don't have to do any of those things. We just highly encourage you to. Yeah. But you don't have to do It that, is guys. just sign up. At, whoa. 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 Blue bands. What happened? Did he jiggle the cord with his beak? Yeah. Hold on. Well, when you're looking at that... Uh, and also, guys, if you're in Kansas City, come see me at the Kansas City Improv January 29th through February 1st. And then February 13th through 16th, yeah. Buns and I will be co-headlining the Chicago Improv special Valentine's Day show. Uh, very rare. We don't normally do that. Yeah, we don't get to do it a lot. Um, but you know what? We love Chicago. I absolutely love Chicago, as does Tommy. And we thought, why not? We'll do it for Chicago. Nice. Um Phoenix, this weekend, the um, 10th and 11th, I am at Stand Up Live in Phoenix with uh, Joe Rogan. I'm opening for him, but I go back to the same club next weekend, and I'm doing an hour. I'm headlining that club, Stand Up Live, the 16th through the 19th, and I'm bringing your baby's mother, the full charge, with me. So you can come see the two of us next weekend. Um, That's exciting. Very exciting. And then... In addition to the other shows, February 6th through the 8th, I'm at Helium in Portland, Oregon. You know what? I didn't give out the link for Lobster, guys. So this is a link you're going to go to to watch the show. 
uh, on the, the streaming show on the 25th in the Ice House. It's going to be on laughster.com. That's L-A-F-F-S-T-E-R.com forward slash Y-M-H. So you go there, laughster.com forward slash Y-M-H. Uh, the 25th, we're going to stream at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard yeah. Time. Bookmark it. Bookmark, bookmark, bookmark. Bookmark it, bitch. So that's kind of neat. I'm excited yeah. that that's going to work. It's very exciting. Um, Two people all over the world are going to yeah. live with the mommies for one night. You reminded me of, um, what's his name? Lakis, Tom Lakis. <laughs> Drop that bitch. Yeah. Cut that bitch's head off. I tell you, I went out with a piece of ass this weekend. Yeah. Pow. And for those of you who don't know. You uh, know what I spent on the date? <laughs> Five dollars, right? She's sucking me off. Yeah, Tom Lakis weighed no less than four thousand pounds, and was just a horrible man on LA. He radio. was such a dad boner, a hundred percent. And Velcro it was shoes. yeah, and the pictures of him. He always had his sunglasses on, <laughs> but he had dad boner hair, right. <laughs> smoking a stogie. He'd wear a leather jacket in the summer, like a big one that you're like, this <laughs> looks like it's covering up a lot of body. <laughs> I'll tell you what you do. And his whole shtick was like... Um, Getting more tail for less cash. Yeah, it was, uh, it was It was always treat a girl like shit. That was right. his whole thing. And if she stops putting out, you got to drop that bitch. Yeah, yeah, dump that bitch. And then his friend or his college would be like, blow me up, Tom. And he'd play a I sound forgot. effect of something blowing up. I forgot Flush me that. away. Flush me, yeah, it would be like... Uh, Give me a bong hit, Tom. Right, take me out the bong hit and a thank you, Jesus. And it yeah. was like a bong rip sound yeah. and then some guy. <laughs> or, take yeah. me out African tribal style. Oh, no, no, no. And that's how, yeah, it's so stupid. It was so... <laughs> but it was like addictive stupid. You're like, I got to hear this dumb shit again. Yeah. I bet mean, that's how His people feel about our show. Was the, of course. His <laughs> advice, though, was the worst advice. He would yeah. always be like... And then so if somebody ever challenged him, they're like, yeah, right, you would. He's like, let me tell you something, pal. I'm worth... I can't even tell you how many zeros are in that bank account. And they would, I, went out, I had three different pieces of ass this weekend, right. pal. Right. You know what I did with that bitch? I dropped that bitch off after she blew me in the car. Right. If Vegas was so popular, and he always say, like, I've got the highest ratings in all the all of Los Angeles drive time. And you're like, really? Well, where are you now, Tommy? Where and are you, Tom the best was that after his show aired uh, Conway... Oh my God! And who? What was the guy? It was Steckway, Conler. Wait, Conway and Steckler. Steckler, and was Steckler the one who did the amazing impression? Yeah, perfect. He would do a spot on <laughs> impression, and he would just mock him for hours. Yeah. And like, what Lycus would like complain to the station, like this guy's coming on right after him, mock me. There's nothing they could do though. So <laughs> that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, bitch. He would just do it. He would do it for hours. Right. It's hysterical. More trim for less cash. Oh, uh, we got so much to cover. We got to get know. into this. So much is happening in the world. Jeans ah. unit. Jeans <laughs> <laughs> unit. Oh, I like that. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off. Up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. 
beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You ready? Yeah. Let's God, start this show, man. Me? Come on. Huge. Here we go, Hulkster. You know something, Earthquake. I remember what it felt like to be underneath your massive frame as you came crashing down on my ribcage. What's this? And I also remember you, Dino Bravo, and Jimmy Hart laughing out loud as they rolled me out in that stretcher, man. Do you understand what he did? I remember the tears in the eyes of all my little Hulksters wondering if this was really the end of Hulkamania. And no, 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 no. You tell me. You tell me. Why is he held captive? The question that even I worry about myself. But most of all, I remember the outpouring of all my Hulkamaniacs, all their cards, man, all their letters, and thank God for all their prayers. And I also remember the man who was leading the charge of all my Hulkamaniacs. I would love to speak on this. The big bad tugboat. You know something, Earthquake? The memory is still fresh in my mind of you and Dino Bravo double-teaming the tugboat, making sure he wouldn't be in my corner here at SummerSlam. I'm just saying, no, I don't give a what the, I'm going to rass ass what the hell you think. I'm sending you. Look at these guys here. I, 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 and that's why we're dedicating this match tonight to the Tugster. And it's also why your plan's not going to work, Earthquake. Listen, oh, listen. Ain't no shit. I got it, got it. Let me, let me do this. Really? Really? I'm going to tell you one thing. People around the world, around the world, because I'm not going into the ring on my own tonight. I've got the big boss man on my side making sure that justice will be served. I'm going to do one thing. <laughs> you guy behind the mic right now, we're the guys here doing one thing. We have to go back to America and take the abuse. Do you have to take the abuse? Well, we're going to take it. Do you, sir? Let me know. Are you gonna take that bitch? We're gonna get it. But guess what I do? One day. One day. Hmm. This door's gonna open. Do anyone understand that? This shit is big time! <laughs>
Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Yo, mama in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. I turned it down. You want me to go deaf? I turned it down. <sighs> Is he talking to Earthquake, the comic? Yes. Hulk Hogan, back in the day, hated Earthquake's <laughs> comedy. So he would all, always go after him. Earthquake? Well, that was quite a masterpiece. Thank you for putting yeah, that together. Yeah, just a little mashup of uh, Hulk Hogan and Dennis Rodman back in mm-hmm. there when Dennis used to fight under the Earthquake name. <laughs> Oh, um, and they were just, listen here, brother. I'm not going to take any shit from you. And he's like, no, no. Let me tell you one thing: people around the world, <laughs> I want a world, world. Well, um, <coughs> we covered that story extensively uh, the other day, as I'm sure you are already aware of. Um, and then today was it today? Yes, today, which is whatever. Um. The day before you're hearing this, Mr. Rodman issued an apology. Oh no! For his incoherent drunken <laughs> rant. What um, are we? Well, look, can I ask you one question before we go any further into this mess of Dennis Rodman? What was his argument? What was? I'm not sure. I even he follow. okay. Here's his here's here's his line of thinking, from what I can understand. Okay. Oh, oh, he gets a little tongue tied at times. He doesn't know exactly. Right how to word what he wants to... He wants to express himself, but sometimes the best that he can do is... So, he tries. Um, but as we all know, he's... Retarded. So, but what he's saying is that everybody presses him, like, uh-huh. do you know where you are? What an oppressive regime this is? Mm-hmm. What their track record? And I think in his actual alcohol-polluted mind... Mm-hmm. He thinks people are just criticizing his relationship with this guy, and he's thinking, he's like, I've hung out with this guy. He's not a bad guy. Okay. Because he doesn't, I don't think he processes or even comprehends what the regime actually does, like what yeah. North Korea's track record. I don't, I don't think that's been explained to him, and he goes, oh, I get it now. I think right. it's, you know, he's like, I've hung out with this guy. He's not, a, he loves the bulls. Like, he's not a bad yeah. guy. So, basically, this is his, I don't know, third trip there, I think, and... He's, uh, again, being pressed in probably the same way every time. They're like, what are you doing? Why aren't you asking <laughs> this guy about, in this case, Kenneth Bay, and why you know, he's been apprehended, and, and what Robin's like, <laughs> he's saying, like, well, you know, I'm not here for all that. Like, you, that's political shit, and not really oh. comprehending the gravity of it. You understand? And then, okay, okay, so he's, he's like, I'm just here to play basketball with these dudes, right? That's his argument? Mm-hmm. He's what? I'm just here to play, play basketball. Just here to play, just here to, a cultural experience, don't yeah, even Yeah, it's ask just me. so that, like, Americans come here, and we show them what we're like, and they see us, you know, they see how we are, and that, that it's probably, not a political... 
blows them away, the North Koreans, because they don't have television. Like, they only have one no, yeah. one channel of, like, Korean it's just propaganda. just state-run TV. Yeah, absolutely. All it is is, like, their one TV channel. And they've is, definitely never seen black people in person. No. I'm sure their one TV Zero. channel, it's like that Orwellian thing where they just sing happy birthday to Kim Jong-un all day, every day, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. And he, uh, uh, Rodman also sang happy birthday. I'll play that for you in a moment, but here's his apology. He said, I want to apologize. I take full responsibility for my actions. It had been a very stressful day. Some of my teammates were leaving because of pressure from their families and business associates. My dreams of playing basketball diplomacy were quickly falling apart. I had been drinking. It's not an excuse, but Mm. by the time the interview happened, I was upset. I was overwhelmed. It's not an excuse. It's just the truth. Um, I don't see the possibility that that uh, those words exactly came out of his mouth. Yeah, it doesn't sound like something he would say. That sounds like a, a saner, deskier person wrote that for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a, a publicity, a PR yes. type of person. He went on to say, mm. "I want to first apologize to Kenneth Bay's family. I want to apologize to my teammates and my management team. I also want to apologize to Chris Cuomo. That's the guy who was interviewing him." I'm embarrassed. I embarrass a lot of people. I'm very sorry at this point. I should know better than to make political statements. I'm truly sorry. Uh, well, you know what America loves is an admission of guilt. I think that Americans love repentant uh, junkies, repentant sex offenders. We do. We have a hard on for that. We like when Clinton fucked up with that Monica Lewinsky. I think he could have fixed all of that by just giving a like admitting it quickly and then giving us a heartfelt. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because then you're back in the fold way quicker. Yeah, and I think I think the big thing is that I think back to why Rodman does this. I really do think, you know, he's a guy who would wear a dress and dye his hair yellow. Yeah, put fifteen piercings in. He loved attention. He yeah. loved that when he did that. So, but we, the reason we paid attention to him is because he was really good at a sport, and he did that. Right now, he doesn't have. He's a retired. He's an older man. Yeah. So. I think he enjoys getting that attention in any way. Negative, yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's still Such a bummer. huge. Like he used to be on the cover of like you know magazines, and people were just like, "This guy Rodman's not just crazy; he's an amazing basketball right. player." And now it's just this guy's just crazy. Now <laughs> he's just like the old washed out. Yes, he's a he's a bro. guy just kind of drooling and mumbling and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so he um, it's so embarrassing. He said, um, "Let's see." Oh, here's here's what he told the crowd. He said, a lot of people have expressed different views about me and your leader. He's like, he's equating himself with Kim Jong-un on the, in this statement. Hmm. Um, you're Marshall, and I take that as a compliment. Okay. Yes, he is a great leader. He provides for his people here in this country, and thank God the people here love the Marshall. Like, he, he doesn't, I don't think he can wrap his head around the like the reality of what goes on in North Korea. Obviously, yeah. I, I really, I think he really does think this is like a small. I think in his mind, it's a small like island country, and they have this um, eccentric leader. Like he's like, right. I'm eccentric. This guy's eccentric, and everyone's giving him a hard time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. I think he's he equates Kim Jong Un with like the president of like the Bahamas, <laughs> and he's like, you know, yeah. Like, look, it's just a guy. He runs his country the way he likes it. Why are we busting he's, his balls? It's just like Club Med. Everybody wears yeah. speedos. We have a barbecue. We have a little queue every Sunday. Free Absolutely. love. 
Yeah, it's totally not that. Yeah, and I'm sure like his like we talked about this. Remember when Sean Penn went to Venezuela? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, that guy's awesome. What's that guy's name?" Not Pino. Hugo Chavez. Yeah, Chavez. Yeah. And he's like, what? Everything's great. Like, yeah, when Sean Penn goes there, yeah, everything's great. They always great. leave out the detail. Like, right. well, you know that most people, when they go to Venezuela, they don't stay at the presidential palace, right? <laughs> like, that's not the average person's trip. Right. So he's going to North Korea and probably kicking it in some whatever palatial estate that this lunatic leader Absolutely. Lives in. He is staying in the best place you could possibly yeah, stay. Yeah, hookers, whatever. And whatever he wants. Has no idea. Yeah. He needs to watch that uh, Lisa Ling documentary where she goes behind uh, enemy lines there and yeah well people and goes to people's houses where they have to i think it's or supreme maybe just leader. i love the supreme leader <laughs> read an article about what happened to lisa that would oh, also be a good life. thing to get your life yeah but do you know do you know sir uh, <laughs> why because the thing i don't <laughs> <So, laughs> always want to say one thing i want to say one thing yeah, um, he is the the best part is I didn't actually see the clip until today. Yeah, you guys have to look this clip up because the most phenomenal part is the two so teammates great. behind him who are just one guy's fighting an eye roll the entire time, the other guy is just looking at the floor like you motherfucker, shut the and fuck, you shut up. One point Dennis. their eyes connect. At one point yeah. they look at each other and they're like, dude, are you serious right now? <laughs> it's like how I used to feel when I go to a restaurant with my mother. And she would start, one time I went to a Japanese restaurant and the waitress sat her somewhere she felt was inferior. And my mother got very racist and awful. She's like, this fucking gook bitch sits me next to the fucking bathroom. Fuck you, you fucking cunt. And I was like, oh, Whoa. My God. oh yeah, story of my life. This is every time we'd go out in public, she would like, you know, rant and rave like a yeah. lunatic. So I get this. Poor Dennis Rodman. Oof. He's yeah. really fucked He might be like a bipolar uh I'm thinking there's definitely a chemical imbalance to Could blame be. here. A yeah. real problem, like a real medical. This isn't just booze. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you know, booze sounds different. Yeah. You know, booze has its own effect. Like it, you could tell when someone's drunk. Ah, the <laughs> French champagne. That's Orson Welles. <laughs> Love that. Doing. Uh, ah. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. This, the, these outtakes from his drunken, bloated self doing these commercials for Paul Masson. And they're just like, Action Orson. And he goes, he's not going to do anything. And they're like, cut, no. They explain it to him, and then he's supposed to go, ah, the right. French champagne, right. right? And he goes, ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There's a California champagne by Paul Masson. Oh, my God. Inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne. It's vintage dated. Uh-huh. So poor my song. Cut. That's <laughs> one of the earlier. Can we do another one? Yeah. Sure you can. Champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California <laughs> champagne by yeah. poor Masson. Oh. <laughs> Inspired by that same French excellence. Bon 
It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So poor Masson. <laughs> Something tells me he was sampling the goodies. He was having the the, the set food. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, now, you're never supposed to eat food that's like prop food, but he did. He yeah. Um, uh, first of all. We should point out this wasn't like a young spry Orson Welles. This is a very bloated, very just at the expiration date Orson Welles. Like <laughs> yeah. he may have died right after recording that. That day. Yeah. I mean, the guy looks so awful. The the spin I've heard on him not being drunk is that that's all pills. Oh, maybe. That he was hey. eating pills a lot. Pills in those days. and booze, I would say. Right. A little mix yeah. up. It yeah. makes you feel good. <laughs> and you can go, Mah. <laughs> ah, the French champagne <laughs> is always known for its excellence. And the Paul Masson has the same vintage. <laughs> and if you watch that commercial, he goes to point at the bottle, his finger just hits it and like slides across it. That's so great. <laughs> But he, my, yeah, my favorite is the sound. Like he's he's trying to go ah the French. Ah, yeah, the yes. line is ah the French. Yeah, and you can see if somebody was <laughs> full of like spirit and energy, right. you get how to deliver that right. line. It's ah the ah. French champagne, right? <laughs> like that's how you're supposed to ah the French champagne is. <laughs> that's <laughs> he paused for air. He had to catch his breath. <laughs> He went, Maha, the French champagne. <laughs> That's what he did right there. Maha, the French champagne is always. <laughs> it kills me every time. It's Maha. Ah, the <laughs> French champagne. It looks like it surprised him, like he didn't know the line was coming. Ah, the French champagne. That's the second take, right? Ah. This is the first one. Ah, the <laughs> French champagne. And uh, the second one is... Ah, <laughs> Do you think they had cue cards? Or was this off, me- off memory? Which is Oh, why. cards, 100%. And that's why he was like... Yeah. And then they move the card. He goes, champagne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he did not. He did what not memorize those fuck, lines. Man. No way. What happens to people? Like the, uh, your the only best one, job is to wake up and like talk for thirty seconds and I know. you fuck that up. It's so awful. The uh my favorite part is actually one on the first one, he doesn't talk. Yeah. He just um he doesn't move after action. And then <laughs> the guy, the director goes, action again, he goes, action horse, and he goes, He doesn't do anything. Like He's waiting for the other guy to act. Oh, right, right. right? I think this is... Let's see if I have it oh, here. so good. Um, let me pull this up. Is it... He thinks that the... the other ec- actor, the extra... I think the extra would have the line, line before first. Orson Welles. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Let's see. Probably not likely, buddy. Camera. Marked. 102, take one. With overlap, action, please. Just waiting. He's looking. Action awesome, please. He doesn't do anything? No, it's a, sorry, cut. <laughs> it doesn't. It, is, it doesn't do anything? Oh, please. Please. Um. Uh-huh. Action awesome, please. He doesn't do anything? No, it's a, sorry, cut. Yeah, those are bad. Does Orson have an English accent? 
Or he just, when he's pilled up, does? I think when he's pilled up, he does. Ah, the French. Ah, the French <laughs> champagne is always known for excellence. Uh, That's Orson Welles. Like, he's a Citizen Kane, man. major player. Yeah. How does it get to that? How does know. it get to Chuck? Like Chuck Woolery, you're, you're, you know, the host of Love Connection, one of the greatest shows of all time. And yeah. then you end up doing Jerk in the Jar ads. You can't be that guy. No, you my can't. God. You can't be the guy who ends up. Didn't Greasy. Speaking about Greasy stuff. Oh, my God. Didn't Greasy. Oh, my God. You know. I'm Chuck Woolery. You know, I don't know about you, but I don't like taking pills for minor arthritis pain, and I really don't like those patches either. But I have found something that works, Australian Dream. It's an arthritis pain relief cream. It's a great product. It doesn't smell or burn. It isn't greasy. So weird. So weird. I don't know why he has to say, I don't know about you, but just say what you like. I don't know why you have to the disclaimer on there. I don't know about you. I'm not sure about you. (laughs) That's so bizarre. Um, Another person who knows how to be drunk in public. (laughs) What music are you listening to now? Do you listen to new music? I I don't really listen to new music. If something catches my ear, I don't listen to new metal bands. I don't listen to go, give me the top ten of the new metal bands. I want to, I got to. One of the dangers of that is if if I start to like it, if something gets in my head, it'll come out my mouth, you know. So you listen to a lot of Justin Bieber? Is that what we're Justin Bieber? Who the fuck's Justin Bieber? Good. <laughs> but here's why I love Ozzy. Yeah. Dude, he's so he's still funny. Like he's still hysterical lucid. still, yeah. That's why I don't I think it's more with, with Dennis. I think Dennis has a chemical problem. You really do, huh? Yeah, because Ozzy's just like he's not a he's not mentally ill. He's just a fucking drunk. He really has burned out like <laughs> what is left in his brain. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, so this next clip I found was him from the Osbournes, and he can't figure out how to use the television. It's so funny. I mean, who the fuck can? We have, like, five remote controls, too, for one thing. Yeah, let's see here. Um... Weak signal, that's about all. What's that old fucking day? Weak signal. <laughs> Jack! Can you get this fucking co- this television to work? I'm a very- <laughs> Yeah. No. Wow. He was at least more amusing. Dennis is fucking... Yeah, he's just gone. He's just cray-cray. Do you think... um, Dennis doesn't have a wife, right? Like, he doesn't have a life. Don't know. He's been married. I don't know if he's still married. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's been married before. Uh, So what is his... Singing happy birthday to Kim Jong-un. Like, how did that happen? uh, They welcomed him out. Everybody lined up, the American players, the North Korean players, the referees were positioned, and then this um, arena where they use cattle prods to force people into it <laughs> was filled, and Dennis Rodman walked to the microphone, and everybody applauded. Dennis Rodman, so mm, weird. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday oh to you. That's real. 
so weird, right? He sounded like Marilyn Monroe. He's very beautiful. He, th- he did kind of sing it seductively. He did, yeah. I guess he I can't think he, sing it goofy. I was trying to make out the name because it gets too loud. I think he said, happy birthday, dear Jong-un. That is, oh that, I think that's what he said. Can you tell what he said or no? No. Happy birthday, dear Jong-un. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, boy. I can see how you go down that road, though, boozing it up. Not like show business is like a great business, you know? There's so no. many ups and downs. It's and a fucking nightmare. It really is. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Um, so my body hurts a lot right now. Yeah, you made fitness today. I've been doing that kickboxing class, guys. And um, I go to a place where they have, they have like instruction style curves. classes. It's like curves. Yeah, like curves where like you have training classes where it's just, you know, it's technique oriented. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, your technique improves. Mm-hmm. But then they have the they have the advanced one, which is you know for people that know their shit more. But they also have one you can go to. It doesn't matter what level you are. That's just an intense workout. Oh, that's cool. So that's the one that I've gone to the last couple of days. Where the thing is, you don't stop for the hour. And I I, I thought I was going to pass out today. I did it yesterday <laughs> and today. That's terrible. And it's just it, they, you don't stop. So as soon as the class starts. Ugh. They're just like, all right, like get a jog on, get a jump rope. And then you're like, all right, now what? And it's just like drop, push-ups, 
now jackknives jump burpees jump squats hit th- hit the bag let's do combos fucking bell goes and you're do- and you're like as soon as you're done you're like ah, and they're like drop down give me 20 more push-ups <laughs> and that's for an hour it's so, so crazy i really but this is i think this is probably part of my problem is i do this mm. traditionally and then after a couple days i'm so just spent right now mm. i know i'm not going tomorrow because i'm flying out and then i get like too like turned off by how fucking hard it is basically yeah well here's what here's what i've noticed about your pattern just so you know what it is do you want to know what it sure, is sure sure is that you totally fucking like you go hard you go balls deep on stuff yeah and then it you go so crazy that it burns you out like essentially it's hard to keep up that a long term thing if you're burning out super early mm-hmm. right as opposed to like oh maybe i'll do this once a week and see how i like that okay now we'll go up to twice a week in a little while or three right. days you know what i mean like maybe maybe not so ambitious in the beginning like just fucking ease into it bro yeah i think you're right i think you're right i think ease what i'm going to do is um i'm going to do the the intense one no more than twice a week there you go and then i'll go to the technique one once or twice a week there you go and then that way you're not burning it out yeah you know but i fucking when i did that pure bar class a lot um i can't do it now because i all i do is shit and fart and like i'm way too weak to do that but i was always the fattest fucking blob of shit i was an old piece of shit in my yeah. class today and and people who were older than me but i was like the people the person people looked at like he's 70 give him yeah. a break yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's how they looked at me. Like, he's super fat. Give him a break. Yeah, I feel like I was always like morbidly obese compared to these ballerina girls. I was such a piece of shit in this class. Don't you you hate that? And then you're like, oh, I'm fucking fatter and And lazy. Here was my big mistake. Yesterday was the first time I had gone, I'd ever been to this intense workout class. Yeah. Where they, you just don't stop. And it was really hard. And it's it's hard for people that are in shape. Like, I see the people there. It's, It's an intense thing. And I should have taken today, I think. I shouldn't have gone, at least in the morning, because I was fucking... I was wrecked five minutes into this class. Yeah, you didn't I sleep much move. last night. I know. But I, it's because you didn't, you didn't come to bed the same time as me. I went to bed 30 minutes after you. Really? Yeah, you were asleep. You passed out. What did it smell like in the room? Farts upon farts upon farts. Hmm. I keep watching more... And more coverage of the game I went to the other day. There was a new show. Your on championship that. game that yes. now I acknowledge as being very important. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That's cool. You still find more and more stuff in it that you love. Well, they recorded. They did so many shows about that game, and they're, that they're re-airing all the shows. Wow. So I started to watch some one of those. It was fantastic. That's cool. Do you feel excited every time you watch it? Like, yes. Oh, the wor- the craziest part, and I don't understand what part of our brain does this. Do you ever get nervous watching a movie that you know you've seen before? And you're like, hmm. oh shit! Like, like the you're like, the suspense still affects you even though you know the outcome. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Right. So you've seen the movie. It, right. it doesn't matter if you've seen it ten times. Certain moments still get to you, and you're like, I've already seen this, dude. Do you know what scene? I gets do that me? with games. I'm like biting oh, it's my like nail. Your favorite like, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna is happen? That... I was at the fucking game. I already know what's gonna happen. Is that what's black wrong guy with me? gonna catch that ball, or is that black guy not gonna do that? All right, we don't need you to go there. It seems right? like there's a lot of black guys on that on football teams. Yeah, but what what is what are you but trying why, to say? But why do they have braids? Like, I don't. That's not like braids. A, a lot of them dreads. have dreads. Oh, those are dreads? Yeah, a lot of them have dreads. Okay, like, but, yeah. but if, if another player can grab them, right? And, yes. And pull you down. Absolutely. So then why would you have 
those dreadlocks because like that's kind of dangerous. It's your choice. The the choice is you can have them. Mm-hmm. I just think they look like they weigh a lot. Yeah, and they probably are smelly. And they oh, and then they the weigh helmet, down on you. And the helmet cooks yes. those dreads and just yeah. smelly, stinky dreads. Yeah, to me, I just um, looks like they take up too much room. It looks like they will. They just weigh. They're just thick and heavy. You know. Yeah. Uh, so that's the only reason, but mine's just a, a, like a aesthetic and comfortable. But people obviously like having them. Yeah. But if you decide to rock dreads, Ugh. some guys have incredibly long dreads too. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is considered part of the uniform and they can pull. Now, we should also point out that if you don't have dreads, but you just have long hair, the, yeah. the same thing applies. Yes. Like, if you, like there's, there's no running backs or receivers, guys who carry the ball that have long, just straight hair. But if they did, they can get pulled down by that too. Absolutely. Are there guys in the in the NFL? That's not what you watch on the college football or circuit. NFL. Yeah. Do, is there any guys that have beaver tail? Beaver tail. Beaver tail. Um, <laughs> shit dreads. Have you seen? <laughs> shit dreads. <laughs> I call them shit dreads. We're like they're so disgusting and matted that it turns into a beaver's tail. Oh, I know have what you're talking that? about. Those are homeless people. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know the people that have those. I've seen, I've seen that before. Those are the kind of guys that that say shit like people changes. <laughs> yeah, can you? You can't really wash dreads, right? Like, uh, there's not. Really... I know nothing about dread upkeep. I know yeah. nothing about it. Well, I only I know, know that they look like when they get to a certain length. I'm like, man, you your hair is like a huge accessory. Like it's a lot. It just upkeep. looks like a lot. Well, when I'm t- I mean dreads, I'm talking about uh, like the white hippie kids I kind of went to college with at USF. Right. Yeah, like those fucking weird beards. I, they, I know they were smelly. Like I smelled this. Yeah, guy, they look like they smell. This guy Pete had them. Yeah, and he also dealt us drugs. And for some reason, why is that always? I don't know the Rastafarian thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just they, I can't even imagine. Would you date somebody with dreads? A hundred percent, no. Uh, no way in a thousand years. What would a black you do? woman, I would. Well, yeah, that's I'm, I'm thinking different. of like a white girl with dreads. No. Right. What if I not. was like, I really want to have. No. White wouldn't... people with dreads are the worst <laughs> people on earth. I know. They should be killed. Absolutely. Publicly. Yeah. No, I agree. I totally. It's disgusting. Yeah. Now I mean, black people are definitely the only ones that can pull that off. Yeah. I think it's a natural occurrence, right? Don't, don't, do you have to like really work at that? Now we're really delving into racism territory. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know about all that. I, I want to say they're linked to Rastafarianism, which right. in its essence, Rastafarianism was very pro-black yeah. and not about white people at all. Right. Uh, so I think they're kind of political. I think they signify that for black people. No, I know. I know. I um. One time, a black comic and I were watching TV in the green room, and Stevie Wonder came on TV. He has braids. Yes, he had braids, right? Yeah, bra- yeah, braids. And um, he was like, "Man, Stevie needs to cut them them braids. Those look like <laughs> shit." Because he's like half bald now, so they're just, oh, they're not like across the whole Stevie, head. Yeah. And I thought I would, you know, when like somebody plants an idea in your head, and you're like. You're like, yeah, man. And then I tried to say that to somebody, and they're like, that's fucked up. You shouldn't say that about Stevie Wonder. And I was like, no, but he said it too. Like, yeah. I tried to be the of guy. Course. I was like, nah, because they look. He's like, you can't say that, man. Well, yeah, Stevie doesn't even know what he looks like. Isn't that crazy? They don't look good now. I'll just say that. <laughs> somebody should tell Stevie Wonder, like, bro, yeah. it's time to get You could do something different. With- I saw him one time. No. Yeah. 
Where? He didn't see me, but I saw him <laughs> uh, at this restaurant called The Bazaar uh-huh. in um, Beverly Hills. No shit. What was he doing? Like, who was he with? He was not knowing where he was is what he was doing. <laughs> no, he was with a group of people at a table, and I was like, that's Stevie fucking Wonder. Do you think he was always blind, Stevie Wonder, or he became blind later? Like, did he learn to play piano blind? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So crazy. I mean, we can easily look that up. Oh, we can? I'm Like a device that would tell you things like <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Um, was Stevie Wonder. Let's see. Dude, that guy's so talented. Let's see. And he's fucking blind. You think blind. about that? You're like, I'm a fucking loser, man. I've got all my function. Oh, yeah. I don't do a fraction of what that guy does. What's he so fucking happy about, Stevie Wonder? Stevie Wonder was born in Michigan, the third of six children. Damn. Let's see. Owing to his being born six weeks premature, the blood vessels at the back of his eyes had not yet reached the front, and their aborted growth caused the retinas to detach. The medical term for this condition is retinopathy of prematurity, or ROP, and it was exacerbated by the oxygen therapy given while in his hospital incubator. Mm. Um, I guess that explains that, you know. There you go. He was born that way. Yeah. Is he married? Uh, is he married? Personal life. We'll go there. I love personal life. He has section. been married twice to Motown... Singer-songwriter, collaborator, Sarita Wright from 70 until their amicable divorce in 72, okay? Mm. And since 2001 to fashion designer uh, Kai Millard Morris. Mm. He has seven children from his second marriage and several relationships. Stevie be fucking! In August 2012, it was revealed that Wonder had filed for divorce from Kai Millard, agreeing to pay Millard for spousal support as well as child support for their two children asking for joint Damn, custody. He better be right and shit. What if Stevie Wonder, like, you know how publicly he's like the nicest, sweetest guy? Yeah. What if behind closed doors he's the biggest piece of shit? It's very possible. We always, you know, we always <laughs> imagine that our favorite entertainers and artists yeah. have to be saints. And they yeah, don't. You enjoy not. them for what they do. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like that article. There's an article I read. I think we've mentioned it about R. Kelly. Yeah. Somebody, I forgot, tweeted it. I, I read it. It is horrific. Yeah. And this Chicago Sun-Times writer is just like, you have no idea. Like, he's like, it's public. All these cases that are filed against him. Yeah. Like, he's a fucking predator. But we go, yeah, but he sings awesome. Yeah, as was uh, Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. Let's mm-hmm. not forget Elvis Presley married a 15-year-old girl. All this stuff gets kind of swept under the rug when you like what they do. But if you like what they do because they're what they do is fucking awesome, you know? <laughs> All right. I like this one. I mean, honestly, if you find out this guy's a piece of shit, does it really bother you? <laughs> It's hard to picture Stevie Wonder being a piece of shit, though. I know. He's so sweet. We think. I know. Oh, okay. Okay, Stevie. I'm sure this shit gets old after a while here, though. This shit. Oh, 
<laughs> what is that? His head bob? His head bob. Oh, you're you're like, like, Shut will you knock it off up. already? <laughs> Quit your smiling. I mean, the guy. Yeah, I know. He knows it's how to too make much. a fucking. God damn this fucking song. Frat boys all over the world love this one. Is this a frat song? I'm jamming. Everybody loves this song. Do they? Yeah. This song, why does it, melodically, it's just perfect? It, right? Everything about it, yeah. This song grabs you. Yeah, by the nuts. Yeah. I mean, you want to play this by the pool, right? Oh, yeah. Fire up the cue. And it's not even one of, uh, it's not in his genre necessarily right because it has a reggae feel oh, yeah. and it just it's like knocks it out of the park who was he working with at this time i wonder this was my dad oh no shit top dog did this yep my dad wow. plays most of the instruments on this you did the trumpet yeah yeah and then he wrote huh. most of the lyrics but then stevie sang them. did your dad braid his braids everyone's feeling pretty My fantasy was to be able to sing like, like I wish I had. Try it. <clears throat> I hit rhythm. Oh, that's good. There you go. There you go. You do you fantasize about having certain artists' voices? Like, pretend in your head, you fantasize? Yeah. Like, I pretended I could sit, like, when I would hear this, I'd picture myself, you know, at a piano being able to do this. Do you know who I wanted to be? Who? Cindy Lauper. Really? Well, yeah, I lip synced to Shebop in uh, summer camp. It was very embarrassing. I didn't even win. I didn't win. CV, I don't think you're a piece of shit. I think you're a sweet no. guy that just needs to cut his fucking braids. Cut those dirty braids. Uh, Michael Jackson, sweetest guy on the planet, apparently, and then, you know, raping kids. Wait, Allegedly. I don't appreciate that, that you said that. Really? Yeah. Can I tell you why? Because he's innocent? Because I, I don't have any justification. <laughs> oh, Michael Jackson. Uh, I didn't I even do it like that. Wow. Y'all did me wrong. I'm a nice. That fucking family. His dad's a real piece of shit, that dad. That, the most, the biggest, like, sh- like the the moment that showed you exactly who that dad is, is when at the funeral. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's like, a, first it was awkwardly like a red carpet at the funeral. Right, right. And they're like, we're sorry. How about your son? And he was like, thank you. Uh, me and Kevin have a new business venture. Yeah. It's called uh, like Suntime Entertainment, and we're yeah. going to be doing songs. And they're like, um, what? <laughs> Why it's are you crazy. doing this? It's so and crazy. And then he had a little boy sing who he was representing, I guess, on the label. And we're like, are you fucking serious He's right now? out of his fucking mind. Yeah, what yeah. a piece of shit, man. Yeah. Um, no wonder he touched boys. Michael had no fucking options. You think so? Yeah, when you're raising that crazy ass family, I mean, they're all fucked up. Janet's maybe normal. The quiet ones, there's there's what? Rebo? Yeah. Jackie, Marlon, yeah, Pinocchio, Pistachio. Hello, everybody. I'm here to uh, witness that uh, Marsha, and this is Marsha, by the way, and also uh, this is uh, 
something that uh, we want you to know that I was asked a question last night about the record company. Well, what I'm doing is I established a record company. Established. With Marshall. And the company is called Moran's Record, distributed by Blue Star and Blu-ray. Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of good artists fixing to come out. And I was asked that question, and I answered just like it was asked, because they wanted to know what else I was doing. Marshall, go ahead. What? That's so weird. Meow. Um, Not a fan. Yeah, that wasn't actually the the clip. The clip was like, but he's what a weird time to bring that up. Yeah, you know, it's for pub. It's shameless. The guy's a fucking scumbag. He's he's a Nike Turner. He's yeah, a horrible human being. Yeah, yeah, he's bad. Um, what are you looking at? The, the funeral. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to find it. That was such a rigmarole. I remember when Michael died, and then uh, they shut down all of downtown Los Angeles, anticipating that you know the masses were going to come out and mourn Michael's death. And I don't think it was that big of a deal. I don't. Did, did people clog traffic? No, it was it was actually less of a turnout than they expected, and it was a very weird time. Was it? I don't remember the turnout. <clears throat> yeah, it was in downtown LA and they were like anticipating masses of people and it just didn't happen that mm. way. Yeah, I it can't didn't find go it. down. But it was it was right after his son died. It yeah. Was, it was at I think it was at the funeral. We're, like, we're so sorry. Was like, <laughs> well, I got a record I got label. This thing in Blu-ray entertainment and we got a lot director. of artists coming out. <laughs> I'm, a, okay. I'm a writer, I'm a poet, I'm a dancer. But that did show you you're like, "Oh, your son's a piece. Oh, you're yeah, he's a piece of shit cuz you Okay, got it. I know. Did I tell you about the dog park the other day? Did we talk about this? Mm. I took our son to the dog park mm. and I've come to the realization that I don't like other dog moms. Like, I know that's what I am now as a dog mom because when I call our vet and I'm like, oh, is Theo ready? And then she goes, oh, you mean your baby? Who's your, what's your baby? No, I go, is my dog ready? And she goes, oh, what's your baby's name? I go, my baby. All right, man. My, my dog's name is Theo. But they like force this on you, oh, this right. culture of dog mom yeah. where you have to like, all right, I guess he's my son. I like it. I like it too. I'm getting used to it because I, you know, I just feel like an asshole considering our dog a person yeah because he's not and you know other parents i'm sure like yeah right dog is no nowhere near yeah but there's also fuck those people right that too good but the other dog moms at the park this one lady was like i love your dog is that a brussels griffon and i'm like he's half and he's half a mini pin she goes no he's not i don't see that I do not oh, yeah. see that. I like, like when people tell you, I've had it too. We're like, like bitch, what do you mean? He's my son. I yeah. gave birth to him. I know exactly what he is. We had the DNA test. He's yeah. a fucking half mini pin. I've gotten it. Um, dog at uh, One of the parks I was at, and a lady goes, oh, you got a whatever terrier? I forget what time. <laughs> terrier? He's a uh, something terrier. I go, he's a uh, Brussels Griffon. She's like, oh. And she looked at me like, oh, he doesn't know. Like, like yeah. I didn't know. She was like, oh. Yeah, bitch. Uh, really? Like, Really? Huh. Yes. I got paperwork, bitch. Paid a lot of money. (laughs) How much we made? 50 bucks? Uh, $50 from Banfield Hospital. To find out, you dumb bitch. And if you want to fucking argue with me, I'll fucking argue (laughs) with you. I don't give a shit. I'll tell you exactly, and I'll get fired up, and I'll tell you that my dog, I know exactly what kind of dog I have, and if you don't like my dog... I I also didn't like... 
uh, when people play with him or touch him without my consent. Yeah. Like someone's like, oh, what's his name? And I'll be like, it's Theo. Hi, Theo. And then they touch him. A lot of um, a lot don't of touch my fucking dog. Men are rough handlers too. Oh, I, I don't see guys like who are like, like, like patting him on right. the side like he's a fucking sixty pound lab yeah. or something. I'm like, dude, <laughs> ten pound dog, relax. Yeah, like my dad has big meaty Definitely. mechanic hands. Like, yeah. and when the way even he pets Theo, like he kind of he mashes his head down and then pushes <laughs> on the dog and then up Push, on the yeah. tail. And I'm like, oh, I just want to tell him, like, don't pet him that hard. You like, can't tell him. He's 12 pounds. Like, he's not. Yeah, we can't tell him. He's not like a St. Bernard, dude. Just we dog. can tell other people, though. Yeah. yeah. Don't fucking touch my dog. Don't look at my dog. Don't ask me his name. Like, he's not interested in you, bitch. Yep. And then he did this thing where now he likes to get in the middle of the dog park and just bark. <laughs> mm. He just barks at all the action. And I'm like, go for it. Just fucking let it out, man. Like, do better to do it here than at home, right? Right. It's a fucking park. Yeah. He just wants to let... He, it's in his spirit. Like, Is he right there right now? Yeah, he's right here. He's over there. I can't see. He's sleeping. That's weird. People, he never sleeps, this guy. I know. And people look at me like, um, are you going to tell him to be quiet? Like, no. This is where he should be able to fucking bark, right? Yeah. This is where you go outside. the dog park. Don't, don't judge me. Don't you tell me what to do with my fucking dog. Do you ever pet other dogs in front of him? Never. No. Are you kidding me? I don't know. Would you fucking praise another child in front of your child? No. This is yeah. my number one right here. Yeah. Never. I would never fucking pet another piece of shit dog. Well, listen to you. They're not, nobody's as cute as Theo. I'm with you on that. Other people think their dogs are as cute, but they're fucking way not. I like that. I like that attitude. Although I did see a pug mixed with a Yorkie, a Porky. Mm-hmm. So fucking cute, dude. I gotta look it was, that up. It was like a mini Theo. Miniature FIFO. It looked like him, but tinier. Do you remember when my mom was talking about Wu Tang all the time? I do. She was a huge fan of them. Yeah. I didn't even know. I found that these are right here. I haven't heard these in a long time. Here's my mom. Wu Tang is dangerous. <laughs> Protect your neck, brother. That was really good. Yeah, Wu Tang is dangerous. How does she know that? The fan. Oh, she's a. Uh, which album? Do you think she likes the most? Uh, she's kind of a purist, so probably 36 Chambers, but, hmm. you know, she likes them all. Ghostface Killers <laughs> is a poet from the streets. That's how I like my MCs. See? <laughs> she, she I miss her. What's up with Charlie these days? We got to call her. We can't call her right now, I guess. But it's too late, huh? We got to call her. What's yeah. up with her? She we didn't see her on Christmas. Was she super bummed? Yeah, she was really bummed that we didn't go. One more. You know what the problem is, Tommy? What? There are so many wannabe MCs. <laughs> but if you want to be a real one, you go face killer. <laughs> yeah. You go face killer. Well, she, she gets a little tongue tied. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Do you think she had any idea what she was saying? A hundred percent no. No. Whatever I put in front of her, she just says. See, your parents are are good to go like that. Like, they fucking, they just play along. Mm-hmm. My parents aren't fun. My dad's not like that. He'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? But dad, it's like the Wu-Tang. You go, come on, come on. Come on, Don't come on. Don't make fun of me, come on. He thinks you're making fun of him, Mike. You are. That's the whole thing. <laughs> you are making fun of him. But does Charo know that you're making fun of her? Kind of. I mean, I'm not, you know, I think she gets that her saying this is funny. She right. likes And she likes to be funny. So. Yeah, she's very funny. Yeah. She Your mom's really naturally funny. Yeah, I would, I, there's all these old things that I haven't imported into this thing yet. 
Um, but I found some, those are like super old ones. Um, your mom's a natural storyteller and a very natural comedian. Yeah. Like, She's so funny and dramatic. I this think. is from like one of the first ones we did. Yeah. Was remember when my parents were at the, um, we went to see them at the hotel mm-hmm. and my dad wiped his booger. Yeah. She didn't like that. She was really upset about that. Yep. Tell him what you told me. I said I never get bored with you. No, you didn't say that. What did you tell me? You called me and said, you know, funny. It's horrible to say this. The only thing I have to pretend that people entertain me, and I get so bored with everybody. The only person who doesn't get me bored is Tommy. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, but you're automatically included in my list. You are. I told you that. Other times. No, you didn't. Other times. No, you didn't. Well, well, what? (laughs) <laughs> you screw up like, she'll really call you out on your shit what did she say you're screwed up you screwed up yeah because he told her I get so bored with everybody except everybody bores me except Tommy oh he loves and she goes, you, you didn't, he goes well you're automatically included and she's like yeah sure <laughs> yeah what have I ever been bored with you ever well you don't have a choice you live with me if you're bored it's your problem don't you imagine he's going to look at me and say I'm bored with you you need to wear a necklace today. Buy me one. What about earrings? Your earrings look nice. <laughs> I struggle with buying her earrings, and then she takes them back. And that's just her, her lobes are getting weak, so she can't carry heavy earrings, only light earrings. Her earrings are getting weak? I lost basically one ear. What? Are you- um, what? Yeah, but I don't know. These are all what from you- that weekend. <sighs> one of the things we've talked about on our show is... I told our listeners how you gave me great advice on how to wipe. This is the first wipe. Remember thing. when I called you <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I, I, I just keep wiping. And you told me, maybe you're wiping too hard. And you're going <laughs> in. Right. You remember that? Right. Yes, I do remember right. that. Right. And what did you tell me? You need to wipe down. Oh, down. there it is. And also not push in. Right, not to push in because it just drives it more in. Yeah. Can you please stop me for Yeah. What is your career, huh? Okay. So now what happened now if if you wipe too hard, like uh, you, you get dingleberries. Well not just that, but you you can be pushing into your butthole. That's right. Right. And that's why it was always brown right. every time. Right, exactly. Wipe a little softer. Right, that's right. right. Do you have any wiping advice for our... <laughs> She's so upset. <laughs> I'm helping my son with his comedy career. This is my comedy career. <laughs> How, what, do you have any other wiping advice? There's a lot of guys that listen to our show. Mm-hmm. A lot of young guys and... You know, you have a lot more experience than we do. Well, lately I've been using these medicated pads, you know, like, you know the wipes people use to clean, like, their countertops? Yeah. Things yeah. like that? Yeah. They're oh also good for that because they have antibacterial. Uh-huh. Really? Like, take isn't, yeah. that, isn't that, doesn't it, like, have, like, ammonia or something in it? <laughs> that was the countertop wipes. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. And he was serious. This is not a joke. Very serious. And then the, uh, the booger. Yeah. But what happened was we got into an elevator at the hotel they were staying at, and he just jokingly was like, I put a booger on the, a number three. Well, it's an ongoing... He always says, 
He he has these same, you know, like dads do, the repeat jokes. Yeah. He goes, you know one of my favorite things to do? He's been saying this to two years. I like to put a big booger on the lobby button because people oh. have to touch it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I like But it's joke. always like a thing you know is made up. Yeah. That day. He what? did it. He did it. He really did it. Like he, it was you, me, and him in the elevator, and then he pulled this really scrungy booger. It was so gross. And it was one of those that was hard, like a comet. Like it was hard and then, and then had a tail and it was soft at the tail. So gross. It was such a meaty booger and he wiped it on. I'm going to throw up. The button. I'm those are my favorite. Don't throw. you love those? <laughs> Yesterday, what what did you do in the elevator? <laughs> Put a big booger <laughs> on the number one uh, button, so this way I could spread germs out of my nose to all the residents of the hotel. Why would you do that? Because it's fun. It's fun. It's, what's that? I think Why do you think it's disgusting? I'm recording it, yeah. So people know that your is absolutely disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is funny. I don't know what to tell you. What, what, it's, you know what he did, right? Does she know? No, don't, 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 don't tell her? Don't tell her. Don't. She just said it. <laughs> don't tell her. You said it. I didn't tell her. No, I can explain it to everybody. But I cleaned it off. Don't, I did clean I it off. That's not funny. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you ever? I've seen what is, no wonder why all the school is a classic. Do you know what? <laughs> uh, that was so gross. So crazy. We got to get them on again. Yeah, I miss those two. I wish they would come. Do you think they'll come visit us? Yes, I do. Yeah, I want them to come out here. It's more fun when they come here. Yeah, I'm going to have them come out. Just make them say, they like to stay at the hotel. Like, they like to have their comforts and then. Definitely. Maybe I'll offer Miles for their, you know, I'll be like, we'll give you some Miles. That's a good idea. You know, I have some on United that they could probably use. I'll be like, I'll give you some Coach Miles. I'm not giving you fucking first class. Well, duh. Out of your mind. Of course. Coach, hello. Hello. What's your status for next year, bro? Ugh, let's not talk about it. What's your status? Um, I'm platinum. <laughs> really? Yeah. Welcome to the club. So am I. 15,000 short of diamond. Nice. I can't believe you and I are in the same playing field next year. This is awesome. It's not awesome. It's, it's awesome for me. Why? I just like it. I like that you and I are in the same How many levels. did you fly? How many did you fly total? Oh, I don't know how many. I, there's so many, I don't even count. All right. I, you know what? I got to cool it with the veggies on this diet. Like, seriously, yesterday I farted fucking so much. And Your my, farts were the grossest thank farts you. Let's ever. Let's talk about it. What do they smell like? I want you to describe them. No, last night was a sick, you sound like a sick old man, <laughs> a sick old Asian man mm. who mm. who shits when he farts. It smelled like eight guys were shitting in your mm. panties. Did I, uh, I've been having Disgusting. the farts where, Tommy, listen, listen. I've been having farts where I fart and then they smell exactly like what I just ate. I noticed it's not a new thing. Mm-hmm. Did I say that I, I tweeted Joey Diaz and I asked him, I was like, hey, Joey, have you ever had a fart that smells like exactly what you just ate? Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure Joey Diaz yeah. had. What do you say? He wrote back something like, yeah, of course. And at the end, at the end of the fart, you can smell the recipe mixed in with your asshole. <laughs> I was like, yep. 
That's it. And I that's need, a very I, elegant way of phrasing that. I knew you'd have the answers, Uncle Joey. He does. We have to get him <laughs> on here. Yeah, man. Let's get him in here again. Yeah. We have to have the boys here. All right. Fuck. All right. Um, oh, my God. Did we not fucking do that? What, bro? We didn't mention that episode four had the price change. Oh, shit, man. Guys. We'll tack it on. Tack it on. We're tacking it on right now. At the very end. Well, we'll tack it on at the beginning, too. Yeah. But. So now you've already heard it because we tacked it on. But <laughs> bonus number four has had its price reduction on iTunes. Please, if you love the show, consider going on iTunes. And it's under albums. That's one of the things that people always search it under podcasts. It's not under podcasts. It's like buying a comedy album. It's your mom's house, uh, Tom, you know, mom's house bonus episode. Number four, live from Pasadena. It's a great episode. The audio is fantastic, and it's only one ninety nine. So for the cost of two singles, you get this great bonus episode. We would really appreciate it if yeah. you got it. Yeah, sorry it took so long. That's yeah. an iTunes flub. That is not our intention. Not ours, not Blue Band. It's no. 100% iTunes. It's iTunes, and know that that's like a default setting, that nine ninety nine. We don't price it that way. They and do. And that's why we requested, and the reason it took so long is I don't fucking know, because <laughs> I got an email about it, because <laughs> I requested it a second time, and they said like, Oh, sorry, your request didn't go through. We'll try I, it again. You know what it is? It's probably the holidays people took off. It's like all offices get to bare bone staff. So Yeah. All right. Whatever. Well, well it's back in action now. You go, it's oh, there. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, Barb. We love you. We got to go. Love you, Jeans. Bye, Jeans. Meow. You're the you're the main meow. You <laughs> are her 100%.